Welcome to the First Community Podcast, where we get to talk about life and faith with our First Baptist family. My name is Caroline Roberts. And I'm April Adams. And today we have the wonderful Reverend Keith Watson with us today. Um, The recently reverenated. Yes. (laughs) Recently ordained. Recently reverenated. Keith Watson. Yes, who currently serves as our associate music minister, um, among many other roles that he has here at First Baptist Church. So welcome. Thank you. Thank Mr. you for Keith. having me today. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, Keith, our first question is, how did you get here? <laughs> Thank you for asking that question. <laughs> well, I was minister of music at a church in West Columbia for 18 plus years, 18 years, several months. And uh, I had served under one pastor. And then that pastor was called to uh, the International Mission Board. And so he went to uh, South Asia. And I was there at the church serving, doing some of the pastoral work, I guess. We had an associate pastor, and the day that he was leaving, he'd finished his interim, not an associate pastor, but his interim position, he said, Keith, now, what do you have in the works? And I said, I have absolutely nothing in the works. My resume is nowhere. Um, I'm just here. And then the very next day, I was sitting at my desk, and I got a call from Steve Phillips. Mm -hmm. And he said, what would you think, uh, what, would you consider talking with me about uh, being my associate? And I said, I would absolutely love to. <laughs> and so the next day we had lunch. I would say later that week, I had an interview with Dr. Estep. I, in less than two weeks time, I met with the personnel committee and I was hired. And two weeks later, I started here, August 18th, my anniversary, 2008. 11 years, almost 11 Mm -hmm. years. 11 years. So yes, so Steve called me. Oh, but the weird thing about how he did that is that uh, one of our members, Benji Feaster, Mm -hmm. was one of my youth at my previous church. When Wayne resigned, Uh he mentioned to Debbie, who works in our library, uh, that he knew me. And Debbie mentioned me to Steve, and Steve called me. So that's how I got here. Yeah, this, riveting, isn't it? That's a that's a cool <laughs> story. Yeah, this church is it. It operates off of relationships. Yes, I've seen. Yes, <laughs> of yes. how people end up here. It's a very much a who you know. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, but I think God or God oh, yeah. orchestrates he all does. of that. He does. Yes, because you can see, you can look back on your life and see where meeting that one person, being in that position, brought you to where you are now. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. And when you had told me that I was going to be part of this podcast and stuff, I started thinking about things. And one of the things that I thought of was I, um, things in life that you go through you th- prepare you for mm-hmm. what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Like um, I have a degree in music education <laughs> because my former minister, my first, the first minister of music I ever knew had a degree in music education. I have probably used what I learned from the education part as much as or more than anything else I've learned, mm-hmm. you know, used mm-hmm. right. because of work with children's choirs, um, well, choirs. all choirs and stuff, yeah, yeah. really. So the, God led me, you just never know how mm-hmm. you're going to. But you did youth ministry. 
yes, yeah. that was, isn't that, isn't that uh-huh. odd? <laughs> what an yeah, odd thing how? to think of. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did we go from youth ministry to music ministry? Well, uh, there, w- there was a time when maybe smaller churches would always have to have a combo position. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when I graduated from Southwestern, I had four months of unemployment. but my And I learned to cook during that time, although my wife would argue. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, she would you say otherwise. To yeah, up. I learned. I learned to heat. Actually, I mean, I actually baked and did stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't done it in decades now. But um, they had, somehow the church Green Hill Baptist mm-hmm. in West Columbia, where I came from, they had gotten the the graduate list from Southwestern, and so I, I got a call from their pastor, and they were looking for a minister of youth and music with emphasis on youth. Mm. Well, um, I'd interviewed with a number of churches, but I, I came to the, to Green Hill, uh, had an interview, and it was just like, for all the others, I knew there was a reason I, I couldn't do that. For this one, it was like, there's no reason. <laughs> this, is, this is it. So yeah. I started out as youth minister, and the fun part of that, I'm going on another, I'm going down a rabbit hole here, (laughs) is during my interview weekend, uh, they had a youth car wash. And so I had to interact with the youth Mm -hmm. at that car wash on that, during that weekend. And there was this girl there, a teenager wearing a little cheerleading jacket and a ponytail. And she became a very active youth and one of my very, you're not supposed to have favorites, but you have people with whom you are, mm-hmm. you, you right. connect. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so she was one of my favorite youth. And then lo and behold, after she was 21, <laughs> <laughs> we started dating and she became my wife. Now wow. that sounds really weird, but see, that's the God thing too. As mm-hmm. the youth minister, mm-hmm. during that weekend, God had told her that, well, I don't know if he exactly said, you're going to marry him, <laughs> but she said to her mother, what would you think if I dated Keith Watson? And her mother said, honey, that's fine after you're 21. <laughs> and when she turned 21, she came knocking at my door, one <laughs> bringing me a gift. Wow. And because, well, I mean, I never would have dated right. anybody that yeah. much younger than I am. Yeah. And then, well, we were just hanging out and hanging right, out yeah. and hanging out. And then we went on a mission trip together. Yeah. And some of these younger guys started paying her attention. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And so I realized, hey, this is, we're not just hanging. Right. This mm-hmm. is, there's some, yeah. Yeah. And so we, we got married. So that came out of youth ministry. But youth <laughs> ministry changed. You know, as awesome. music ministry grew at the other church, youth ministry passed to, to other people, much to the benefit of all, I'm sure. <laughs> so anyway, I was minister of music and now associate minister of music. But music was always the first. Yes. Yes. That was um, my first interest. Uh, you know, we have to go back to the history. I'd mentioned the, the guy that had the music education degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first minister of music I ever had came when I, just as I was starting seventh grade, and he was minister of music and youth. And I absolutely idolized what mm-hmm. he, I had idolized him, I idolized what he did. Uh, 
And he, because of him, I began to think God might be calling me into music ministry. And so I, well, I determined then that he was. And so I thought, okay, well, he, he got a music ed degree. I'm going to get a music ed degree. And well, he was minister of music and youth. Well, I can be minister of youth and music. So it was just kind of, that's how it all evolved. Well, you work with a bunch of people now, <laughs> and so it's a wide range, right, of ages. Yes, yes. Okay, what's the what's the range? Well, I work with people who work with mm-hmm. preschools, so I don't do a whole lot of direct work with preschoolers. Um, but I have done some in the past. I'm, you know, in vacation Bible school mm-hmm. at our other church and. Um, that kind of thing. So I have worked with them, but I work with I work with grades one through five mm-hmm. in children's choir, uh, vacation Bible school, uh, music worship arts camp, um, also Sunday school. I do the the music for them on Sunday in Sunday mornings in Sunday mm-hmm. school. Uh, we're going back to that music education degree thing. <laughs> I discovered when I started hitting those classes in elementary ed that I absolutely loved them Mm -hmm. and it was fun because I love to play games and Mm -hmm. I love to do crazy things and sing funny songs and (laughs) do fun that elementary aged kids love (laughs) I enjoyed that yeah so I just through student teaching and stuff I really really loved it then uh, I got involved in children's choir ministry when I was in seminary and then I decided, man, I really like this stuff. This is good. And then I ended up getting to write some of the curriculum That's cool. for Lifeway. Mm-hmm. Loved that. So I really enjoy working with that, that, that age group mm-hmm. of, of, of children. Uh, then I worked with senior adults. I had become really the senior adult minister at our other, my other church. Uh, learned to absolutely love that group of people. And sadly, in a couple of months I'll <laughs> I'll get the disc I'll get the discount just wow. like they do isn't that wonderful but uh love working with them they are fun there is nothing they won't talk about uh, yep. and we they're just a good fun group of people I do senior adult choir love doing that choir we go out and eat a lot I love to yes. eat we mm-hmm. uh, minister at, at nursing homes and things and get mixed reviews there from the patients. <laughs> Everything from, I guess, drooling to cheers. <laughs> we get it I've, I've been there for some of those. Yes, true. you have. Yes, she you have. And then you know, one time we sang, and this lady from the back of the room sitting in a wheelchair, we sang our opening song, and, she, and I'm going to change the word, but she said, what was that mess? <laughs> <laughs> that just set my... That was... I guess the single greatest moment I've had. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, we just laughed. What can you say? So I work with those. I also work with middle school choir. And, of course, I've worked with youth of all ages, but middle school choir. And I've just come to realize I'm not cool. You don't have to be cool. You just have to be you. The greatest compliment I ever got was probably, Caroline, when you were in middle school. Somebody from the middle school choir said, Mr. Keith, you are so uncool that you are cool. (laughs) 
And I took that as the absolute I'm greatest. I'm trying to, to think of who would have said that. I'm trying to and think I'm trying too. to see if it was me, but I don't think it was me. I was definitely not. I would never have said anything like that. Because <laughs> I, mean, I didn't really say many words anyway. So. Well, but kids, are, kids are kids. Kids are kids. Kids are people. And, and as I've told the middle schoolers, the middle school choir, I mean, I, I said, look, you may not know, but you're at one of the darkest periods of your life. Yeah. Amen. And if and if you're struggling yeah. with that, you just got it. You have to keep breathing mm-hmm. because once you hit high school, the sun starts peeking out. By the time you get to college, the sun is fully ablaze, mm-hmm. and it is a much brighter, brighter time. So, unless you blossom to middle school, then there's the only way is down after that. That you is know true. Those people who peak right oh, there. Right there. <laughs> Bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> but those of us who and didn't blossom. <laughs> We we just I don't know. There's what is that Schadenfreude or whatever you call it. Maybe I used the wrong word. Wouldn't that be funny if I just yeah. cursed in German? Yeah. But um, but when you feel joy over things you shouldn't feel joy over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that taking a, lot. a dark turn. Just desserts. But we're talking about middle school. I want to go back and talk to about our senior adults. And you mentioned. Um, one of your greatest memories or greatest moments, um, and I want to, I want to bring up a memory and see if this was one of your greatest moments. Um, 2008, I was in middle school, um, right after you'd first come, and I will never forget our youth um, student ministries did a fall retreat, and the fall retreat was, you've got talent. I think we were talking about gifts and. Um, gifts in the church and and we did a talent show for the students and I'll never forget like so many different students got to compete I got to compete it was you know one of those moments I was in a dark place in the eighth grade but (laughs) I was also you know insecure and fully confident all at the same time it was wonderful time (laughs) but um, our senior adult choir did get to submit an entry and that was led by you and um, that video I will never never forget it has come up still to this day as a 20 something um, I have met people in college who have seen that video who have you know I've they've put the the pieces together oh my gosh that's your church oh my goodness you're right like people that have come here in college ministry and that have put the pieces together that video that's that's this church that's first baptist choir that's keith watson um this video went viral and it was the it was the entry to the talent show for our senior adult choir um and they did a montage of various um hip-hop um, top chart songs of the day in a, an arrangement for for a choir. Um, it was quite the piece, and it was led by our very own Reverend Keith Watson. So, um, any memories? You know, any anything you remember from that day, or from what deci- what made you decide to do that? Um, were you forced to do that? No, I was not forced to <laughs> okay. do that. Uh, mm, well. Uh, Trip Atkinson, the minister of music, came in and asked me about it. Made a special trip. Yes, made a trip over to my house and talked to me about it. Mm -hmm. Now, get in my. I had just started in August, and this was October, and said he had this great idea and that it would involve um, that part of the the ministry, part of the the theme would would be dealing with. 
media choices mm-hmm. and that, you know, uh, would you want to be in the, how would you feel if your, your grandmother walked in the room and you were listening to this or watching right, this? Right. Uh, Rochette, how would you feel if your grandmother were singing this song or <laughs> being involved in, in this? So that, he said, would you do it? I thought, sure, I'm game. I love fun. I love a good time. So I thought, oh, that'll be great. So he came in, he talked to our senior adult choir. We practiced twice. Um, and went in there and and made this video and it was just for this special event. Well, then it got downloaded on YouTube. Mm, The YouTube. Without my even knowing it. And of course, um, I've just got it. My wife has never been thrilled. I have not lived it down from her. Uh, (laughs) I mean, this could be that albatross. uh, You know, am I like, Uh what were you thinking? Why would you do such a thing? So anyway, but I, I have create. I have a, a, a fan club. I think um, mm-hmm. I have. I was checking into a hotel in Texas, and somebody said, "Are you the guy? Are you the guy?" <laughs> there was a waiter, I think, in Nashville who. These are, who yes, these rec- are big. These are big places. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. recognized me, and then oh, I went. I love this. One of my very favorite moments where I learned a lesson is I went to my parents' church in Alabama, mm. and one of the guys at the church came up to me and said, are you the guy from the video? Oh, I love this video. I show this video to my classes. It's wonderful. And I said, hey, great. You want to do a selfie together? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I did not want your autograph. Never, awesome. ever offered to do a selfie right, for right. somebody. <laughs> so anyway, that I've gotten that kind of reaction. But the, the thing that was really wild, the things that, well, it, it's also gone on there as not senior adult hip hop, but probably the one that's gotten the most hits is Worst Choir Ever. I want to just let you know, if you search Worst Choir Ever in YouTube, you find this video. It's the first one that pops up. 12 million views. Uh-huh. All those yes. views. And then you read the comments that people make. And people were making very disparaging comments about you me. Never read the comments. Never read the comments. So, you know, whatever. Because this was this was satire. This video was done mm-hmm. as a joke. But people did not People did not yeah. realize. Uh-huh. Didn't get it. I mean, I understand that right. it was right. shown in like seminary classes <laughs> as what churches are what not to do and oh, oh look at the, the that people were actually thinking this was what this someone did in a church real. service oh, oh we had God. opportunities to appear on America's Got Talent <laughs> oh you should have done that apparently the, oops, oh, and, the, and the guy that was talking to me said oh you might win I'm like uh, no. And that would not happen. But You should have done that one. But let's see. Uh, a group in Japan, somebody in Japan wanted some kind of rights to it. Oh, uh, my God. So They played it somewhere in Australia. I mean, it has been around the world. And and it won't die. It won't no, die. It, won't. it keeps resurfacing. Because they keep breaking it up and turning it into gifts and... And funny yeah. things. Yeah. And it's coming in... We're going on 11 years now. It, yeah. I mean, figure... Uh, maybe eventually I'll age out of it so that yeah. I don't look like You're the person there anymore. You're straight up memed. Isn't it wonderful? Uh-huh. I, it's probably best that I don't know all that is said or done probably. with that. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> But certain people from my past contacted me about it, you know, wow. and so I, you know, better than Facebook. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Is everything okay? But yeah, it was a joke. It, it was, was a just joke. a joke. So if you, you know, hear it, let it be said formally here on the First Baptist Podcast. The worst choir ever video is a joke. 
satire. <laughs> it is not reflective of what any of our worship services would ever be. It was purely for entertainment, um, and it was loved by so many people and still is and loved. Not and not even intended to go on the internet. Right. It was not. That's true. <laughs> but I will say this, that Trip had a, a cast party for it. Do you recall that? I think I do. They did glossy 8 by 10 photos I of the senior adult that. choir. Oh, wow. Yes. And had the, the students go up to senior adults and have them autograph the photo mm-hmm. and just really did them up well. So, And so, if anything, you know, it allowed our students to get to meet our senior adults in a very relaxed environment and see them in a new light. And mm-hmm. It really did. Took and those generations and just it, merged I them I would right agree. Back I would agree. That was a, a bonding time for our church. But here's the other thing. There are a lot of people who did not know that it was our church who did this because I've read some speculation oh that's First Baptist Arkansas or that oh some First Baptist Arkansas First Baptist Little Rock I'm just right. drawing out First things. Baptist of <laughs> Arkansas it's why, got that. why didn't yeah, we huge. become First Baptist South, South Carolina? Carolina I mean really I mean, I feel like yeah, so I got that wrong but <laughs> but the the speculation so this could end well I mean depending on right. how far our audience goes here this could end the mystery Yep. That we did it. We did it. Yes. You did it. Uh, I was a pawn. You, you, <laughs> Miss Glenda Clifton, and about twenty of our sweet senior adults who I'm not sure how many are still with us today, but it's really quite sad. It's mm-hmm. like looking at a, a roll a roll call of the dead. <laughs> That's bad. Don't say that too but, loud. But I mean, but your grandma, Nana and Dada are on the video. But yeah. Nana. Is the highlight? She's the your nana. For those of you who know the video, her nana is the one who does the the soprano desk. Oh. Act. That's it. In That's the hey it. Y'all. She does the okay. The soprano desk in that song is just the like BGVs, like the background vocals. But yes. in the choral arrangement, it is the soprano desk, if you will. Right. And she right. does do that, and I think there is a second video that was made with a commentary. You know overlaid on the actual video and a guy is you know pointing to specific pointing out specific flaws if you will <laughs> of the video critiquing oh, it yes. very specifically and he particularly berates that one part <laughs> oh yes and i remember one where they were mentioning something that i'm saying something something pause for page turn and you know, <laughs> i mean the thing is i didn't know most of these songs i knew can't touch this Yeah, because that was more from my era, I suppose. (laughs) But, but, you know, I didn't know most of these songs. And then you you find out, oh, that's what riding dirty means. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. That's why Trip did not tell y'all. Edit in post. (laughs) (laughs) I learned what that meant yesterday, too. Yes, see? Edit in post. Yeah. But in your... your you know, time of working with such an, a wide range of people, their ages, their walks with the Lord. What would you say is your, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite choir? And the first Baptist, you know, choir does not count as this. So I want you to. A favorite choir. I do not have a favorite choir. And that is the honest truth. I'm not mm. just trying to evade things. This is weird. My favorite choir is the choir that I'm working with at the moment. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. But I'm, I'm yeah. but it's really true. But they all, I'm sure they all have their, you know, 
you do children's musical and then you get to go on, you know, nursing home tours with the senior adults. So it's all very different avenue, medium of ministry. But And there's a whole fun level of being with middle schoolers. Right. And then, uh, you know. Tubing trips. Yeah, going snow tubing. <laughs> yes. Or just, they're just funny. Yeah. Even when they don't mean to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. And then, uh, of course, getting to sing in the sanctuary choir, mm-hmm. that is such such an honor. And then getting to lead it sometimes, right. you know, sometimes. that's really fun. A little bit scary sometimes, right. but just mm-hmm. really, really fun. So. We know that when when Keith is up, we're going to move a little faster. <laughs> that is a problem, but yeah, my tempo we're goes. Like our tempo. My tempo goes with the mood of the day, uh-huh. or goes with how much coffee I've had, or okay. three cups, one twenty BPM. I mean, really, now Steve. From what I understand, Steve is like he has an internal metronome that is mm-hmm. just consistent. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ever see me fly during a worship service, it's probably because I've misjudged the time, <laughs> and we are going to uh, we're going to speed through at the name of Jesus or something like that. You know, really get that tempo going. That is a whole different issue that I I was I've never been aware of, and I love that that our our services are timed. Yes. They're timed because of For television, mm-hmm. but you know, it just. You know, you, everything is measured out, and you have to be so careful with that. And mm-hmm. I, I like that. And I think there's probably something good for the congregation attender that says, "I know what time church is going to be out," because some churches you attend, it's mm-hmm. a mystery. Well, and some of us have to get the lunch. I so. mean, I mean, I let's will, let's I, keep first things first. First things yeah. first. <laughs> I've been in many a small church where people have gotten up and walked out of the church because it went too long and it interfered with their lunchtime. (laughs) And and I do understand that. And and I do understand that things can go too long Mm -hmm. in life. Now, you always want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I do believe that you know, if the Holy, if it started raining tongues of fire in our church, we would forget the television Mm -hmm. thing and we would just go with it. I mean, our leadership that way would would sort sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I believe that is true of, of Pastor Wes. I believe mm-hmm. that is true of Steve. In your 10, 11 years here, what are some things the Lord has taught you um, in working with different staff and working with the same staff um, and then in leading, a, leading worship um, for such a large congregation? What has the Lord taught you about himself and about your ministry? Um, that is, that's, that's kind of a hard question. Or maybe what is he teaching you right now? That might be a little easier. Um, (laughs) I think what I have been learning of late is, I think the word integrity. Mm. Um, one of my favorite Psalms, funny that our pastor is going through Psalms, um, is Psalm 101. Mm -hmm. And it is about walking with integrity. But I love the phrase, I will walk with integrity in my house, mm-hmm. integrity of heart within my house. In other words, when you are alone, mm-hmm. you are the same person that you're in front of other people, and that is that is that's challenging, you know. And I, but you find that God God can use you any way He wants. God can use anything. God is God. Mm-hmm. But a, a man who walks it in integrity, I, I think, it is easier to to lead worship and to lead choirs and to lead spiritual times. 
Um, I will say this. I mean, you know, this maybe this will get me some points with Steve. Um, <laughs> but Steve is a man of integrity, mm-hmm. and I have that's one of the things that I have learned and watched in him. He is the same person on the platform in the office wherever he goes. He's Steve Phillips, follower of God. Mm-hmm. Now, is he a perfect man? No, none of us is, but he walks with integrity Mm -hmm. and that is what I am striving to do Mm -hmm. and that's what I I desire so that uh, I mean I guess I won't ever arrive until I get to heaven and see Jesus face to face but that's what I want to do yeah we keep striving yes yes so next question (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is this is a little break from the serious but what what would be your audition song? Your ultimate Your audition, audition now. This yeah. is just you. This is not you and the senior adult choir. This is just if you were to go For on America's Got Talent, American Idol, what's your or, audition song? Or a particular show that you would want to do. Now is this one that I can do and do well or one that I would just really want to do? Either. Let's do both. Let's do both. Okay. But I would love to do This Is the Moment from Jekyll and Hyde. Okay absolutely love that song um hmm hmm why don't we just go with that i figure in the right key i can do that (laughs) absolutely well and so what are like what are some things you like about the song and the way it showcases you know what i love about the song is that it is a passionate song and that's one of the things that uh lee and i have in common lee Mm -hmm. my wife uh we love uh, we love Broadway. Yes. We love songs with with tremendous passion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, things from uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel, things from Jekyll and Hyde. Um, I guess there are some. Pa- of course, you know Les Mis. You've got right, right. The ones everyone knows. The ones yes, that I know. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, so, and I'm trying to think more. But what else do I love? Anyway, anything with with, with with great passion. Yeah. The big sweeping songs. That's what I would expect Mm -hmm. and picture. Yeah, I love that. I just think that's a fun question, (laughs) especially from someone who's musical. Good build up. And you talked about Lee. Um, What's your favorite thing about being married to Lee, the great Lee Watson? Oh, just having someone that I can admire all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, and having your best friend with you, Uh, getting to live with your best friend. Mm -hmm. That's neat. But something to admire. You know, they say you don't really know a person until you live with them, and I'm sure they mean in a biblical context. Um, <laughs> but the longer I live with her, the more that I, the more I, I come to appreciate her, mm-hmm. her sense of creativity. Um, you know, I, I have some voice students, but she is the one that can add the, that icing on the cake or, or that says, okay, this is, this is what they need to do here. And she doesn't have a music degree. She doesn't even read music, but she has tremendous artistic sensitivity mm-hmm. to that. She is a, a great, she's a great dancer. Mm-hmm. So she, in throughout our ministry, she choreographed back in the day when they were doing creative movement in worship. Mm-hmm. And God used her on a mission trip to Kenya with that. I mean, it was just amazing. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. mm-hmm. So she does that. Uh, you know, she is a fantastic cheer coach. I love seeing what she can do. She can get these athletes to do things that she physically cannot do. 
Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I respect. I understand that. She can coach. Oh, she God. could coach anybody to do anything. I really believe awesome. whether she knows how to do it or not. She's uh, brilliant. Mm. She is. I mean, I've got to say, she's the best teacher I've ever known. I, I listened. I, I've seen her work, but then I listen to what she's doing, and I hear how she's planning this and that uh, for her classes, and I'm. I'm just. I marvel at her. And then she gives me great insight, gives me great insight on classroom management because Lee is the person that can, she can walk into a room and she can command that room, but everybody in the room loves her. Yeah. She's loved, she's appreciated, but she's not going to take any she's mess off anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and they know that. Mm -hmm. So I, I love that. And I also know that she is my greatest defender. Mm -hmm. You know, you say somebody's got your back. She always has my back, even when she's mad at me. <laughs> she has my back. So um, those are many of the great things. But I mean, other I've got to say more. She is an incredible mother. I would have thought, you know, she's kind of prissy. I would have thought she would have been the mother of girls. God did not give us girls. God gave us boys. And she has been amazing with that. And But she said... God has always brought boys into her life, little That's boys that yeah. from nephews, cousins, right. you know. Mm -hmm. So he was preparing her. And, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And your office would be abysmal without her. Thank you. Oh, oh. <laughs> so let's let's, let's go, yeah. Kenny Rogers, on her. Yeah. You decorated my life. <laughs> it is the truth. Okay. When we first got see, we love Christmas at our mm. house. And I used to be the one, I used to think that, oh, I would decorate for Christmas because I love doing that. And then she took over, much to my resentment. And then I, she would begin to decorate and I would always have comments and criticism, critiques. We need this, we need that. And she would just say, I'm not finished, leave me alone on this. And every time I would take that advice, every time when I would ultimately take that advice, advice kicking and screaming, uh, I would find it, she's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was fantastic what she can do at Christmas, but what she just does with our home in general. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She can, t just by repositioning furniture or changing one slight color of a throw pillow, mm -hmm. she can turn a room, uh, absolutely transform it. Well, she took my office that was sort of a hovel <laughs> and <laughs> just like really, <laughs> I mean, she just made it a show place That's when funny. I keep it as it ought to be kept. Right. <laughs> you know. So anyway, those are many of the things that I, I have enjoyed about being married to her. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there are more that I've left out. And I'm sorry, Lee, if you hear this. I'm sorry for those that I left out. <laughs> I'm sure she will appreciate all of those wonderful things that you had to say. Mm -hmm. Well, they're true. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to I wanna lead into, Lee, we also appreciate your selection of snacks for Worship Arts Camp. <laughs> And so, and uh, and with that, I want to talk about Worship Arts Camp. <laughs> Lee can throw a party. We'll throw uh -huh. that in there. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. uh, back when she was in student ministry, and if I ever provided snacks, I would get the off-brand potato chips and the mm -hmm. off-brand drinks. Name. And, and that, was, that was just intolerable. <laughs> no. And I've learned that it's okay to have Doritos. <laughs> And like real, <laughs> and real Coca Cola or Pepsi or whatever, oh, not necessarily Doctor Spock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. 
But yes, Worship Arts Camp, that's coming up August 5th through the 9th. Mm-hmm. Shouting that out. Uh, we are still taking registrations for that. Mm-hmm. We have, it's basically two camps. We have a camp for uh, Rising 4K through Rising and Rising 5K. And they have their own choir, their own music time, movement time, um, instrumental instrumental exploration time. Uh, their choir is led by Miss Pam, Pam Phillips, Steve's wife, mm-hmm. who is the antithesis of what I thought she would be. <laughs> I, I, That's funny. I pictured her as somebody that was very staid and very, very quiet, mm-hmm. and, and she is just not that. She is the absolute life of any party. She mm-hmm. is um, totally fun and amazing with these children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we have that. Oh, and my mother-in-law is doing the Bible story for them. Uh, you've not heard a Bible story till you've heard my mother-in-law teach it. I mean, she can make it come to life. And she brings puppets and, uh, <laughs> you know, all kinds of props. And she's just, I don't know, gifted. In that. So anyway, that's for the preschoolers, and they have a wonderful time from nine to twelve. Then our we have a rising first through rising fifth grade, but we do take rising sixth graders, and we have quite a number of those in there. Mm-hmm. And these kids will have a choir time with me. Then they have an instrumental class and a an arts class. And our instrumental classes are are violin and keyboard and choir chimes and. Uh, guitar and ukulele and then our arts classes are visual art uh, woodwork which seems to be extremely popular among the Mm -hmm. the guys and for good reason it went well last year it's really good and I want to do the project they're doing and yes they're making a gumball machine a gumball machine we're trying to figure out how to tie that in with psalms okay because our theme is on make a joyful noise so we're thinking maybe you can shake it to make a joyful noise or Or the smacking of the gum or Mm -hmm. when you get a gumball just the joy, it's joy. It's you can make joy. your joyful noise. Or when you put the quarter in and you think you're only going to get one, but you get two. I know. <laughs> Providence and joy. But you know those actual machines where you put them in it? There's something, I mean, how many different hands and things? Don't, have, think, don't about think about that. that. Don't think don't about think it. About I, used to, I used to be a partaker of those. Yes. So anyway, they're making those. Uh, awesome. We have dance for worship class, and we're opening up for younger girls this time for that we have you know, so a cool. class for older girls a class for younger uh what other arts classes do we have they help me remember video production <laughs> video production yes and that is an hour long so that takes them mm-hmm. out uh, they actually get to they get to miss one of the choir times can you believe it you get to miss choir and spend more time with me <laughs> that's right you and and aaron so we have that uh I'm trying to think. I'm making thinking noises. Is there drama this year? Drama, yes. Yes. We do have drama with Esther Dennis, dramatist Mm. extraordinaire. She is. So lots lots of fun. Uh, But with a worshipful theme, we want our children to, uh, the theme is making, make a joyful noise, experiencing God through the Psalms. And we want our children, yes, to be exposed to these arts, to be exposed to music. And, you know, as an aside, you know, I've been thinking about taking piano, so I'm going to try the keyboard class. Well, gosh, that's a whole lot cheaper than signing up for lessons. You get right. to at least mm-hmm. experiment and see. All right, so we want that. 
but more than anything, we want children to to come to know God by different names. Whenever you experience God, you come to know Him by different names. Like Moses at the burning bush came to know Him uh, by by some name. Wish I could remember it from. My <laughs> 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 what was that name he came to know Him by? Uh, Talking about I am. Uh, yes, thank okay, you. Okay. That works. I was going to say okay. Jehovah something or other, but. <laughs> I was like, was that too easy? Anna? No, it was too easy. I, I No, it wasn't, but I, I, I couldn't think of it. But you know, it, we want every child ultimately to come to know him, to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Yes. But a four-year-old, that's, they're not quite ready for that. But a four-year-old can come to know God as Father. They can know him as Creator. They can know him as friend. And even those of older children who do know Jesus as Lord and Savior can come to experience Him mm. in different ways. Sometimes God as provider. Amen. So the older I get, the more time I spend with God, the more I know Him as, um, the more I really realize the infinity of God and how little I actually know of Him. <laughs> but you do come to know Him by names. And that's what we want. We want our children to experience Him and have fun doing it. Yes. So. And it's a lot of fun. So you can sign up for that, summeratfirst.com. Yes. Yes, please do. Mm-hmm. And did you say there's a cost with it? The, we didn't say, mm-hmm. but okay. there there is a cost, yes. And boy, I wish I could tell you what it is. I think because we're past our, our May 15th early yeah, registration, it's early. $70 for the week. Mm-hmm. $70 for the week for five days. That's for uh, a rising first through... Yeah through six. six and then it's fifty dollars i think, I think so. for the it's like 50 or 55 something like that something like, it's on the website mm-hmm. it'll it'll yeah. tell you it'll what tell it is you, I'm sure. yes summer at first summer at first.com and but then there's always that disclaimer too if that is a problem for you then contact me and we can Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keith can, Watson at fbccola.com. Yes, but only if they're kind emails. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. Doesn't want the mean ones. I, I saw this video of this choir. <laughs> <laughs> Was yes. that you? Be teaching my children. <laughs> but seriously, if you know, if cost is a problem, you know, there are. We want you to come and be a part of this. Right. And we have record numbers of signups already. This year, yeah, it's this incredible. Year. I, we, we moved it to August for mm-hmm. a, a couple of different reasons, and it has been amazing that we have had more people sign up this year. So mm-hmm. um, we've had to make it used to, the teachers would teach two classes a day. Well, now they're teaching four, and mm-hmm. our, our preschoolers have been divided. Instead of just two preschool classes, we have six. So, And there's room for more, yeah, so we're excited. The more, the merrier. Yes. So y'all sign up. <laughs> Y'all come. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that Southern girl emphasis. Yes. (laughs) Connect with anybody. I know. That's what we do here. All right. So, Keith, it has been so great to talk to you. A joy. A joy. joy. Thank you. People often say that. (laughs) Describe Keith Watson, it'd be joy. Oh, thank you. Yes, that is... Joy, joy, Lord, joy, yeah. Lord. Yeah. And so, thank you for spending time with us the week before VBS. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yes. And so, and thank you everyone for listening. Yes. This has been the first community podcast, and we will talk with you next time. Yes.